2: with your host john rush and i'm your host
0: john rush rush to reason klz 560 thank you all for joining us i appreciate it very much and it's that time of the week that most of you actually not only wait for but tune in in some cases specifically for this hour dr kelly victory steve house with us today i'll start ladies first dr kelly welcome
5: Hey, thanks as always for having me, John. Lots to talk about.
0: Oh man, there is. Steve House as well, and uh, you and I soloed it last week, but uh, or duetted it, however you want to say, and this is the first time the three of us have been together in quite some time, so welcome. Glad you're here too. I am glad to be here, John. Thanks. Nice to have both of you, and I do mean that. Now, one thing I was just put at the top of my notes today, because I, I don't know what made me do this. I just thought, you know, with all of the the stuff that we heard for so long, and we'll get into some of this today. But, guys, the unvaccinated are not dying in droves like we were told they would. (laughs)
5: Yeah, that's true. not, Not only are they not dying in droves, and not only is this not a pandemic of the unvaccinated, uh, but more and more, uh, the data are showing that the unvaccinated are faring better than those who, who mm-hmm. got the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that there are a multitude of studies that show that not only vaccine efficacy wanes and wanes significantly quite quickly, particularly against these new Omicron variants, it wanes within 14 to 30 days. But at the five-month mark, you actually enter negative efficacy with the vaccines, meaning the vaccines cause you to be at higher risk of contracting COVID than had you not been vaccinated at all. And people who have three shots on board, meaning the original two-shot series and a booster, are at higher risk for getting COVID than people who only got two shots. In other words, the booster, once again, puts you at higher risk We're contracting this virus.
0: Which is, and Steve, we talked about this a little bit last week, but that's the opposite, and we're seeing more and more data coming out on this. We'll talk about some of this today, but the reality is we talked about it last week. That's the opposite of what they told us.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, we found out this week about how many lies and, and, you know, misrepresentations, I mean, just flat-out corruption Mm -hmm. that was done even on the testing data, John. And, of course, hearing about monkeypox, you know, if you're vaccinated, you're 1,500 times more likely to get monkeypox than if you're not vaccinated. I mean, it's just trending in the wrong direction in all aspects of vaccines
0: right now. Yep, it sure is. And, again, but today, you know, by the way, really quick, guys, Charlie sent me like four or five different stories today all dealing with COVID and some of the things that we have talked about and are going to talk about. Dr. Kelly, I'll let you comment on what Steve just said. But the reality is there's more and more news coming out daily to support what we've now been saying for over a year.
5: Exactly. I would say that you know, in, in my case, I, I've been saying it for over two years, um, and this was all very predictable. Uh, these vaccines were not adequately tested. Nope. We further now have their admission that they never tested them, never studied them to, deci- to determine if they would stop you from transmitting COVID. Uh, okay, so which was the entire basis upon which the mandates were were predicated. Uh, we knew from the beginning, and I had predicted this, that the vaccines would end up causing immunosuppression. In other words, they would put you at higher risk, by the way, not only for COVID, but for other opportunistic infections, whether it's shingles or monkeypox or God knows what else. Um, so these things are finally now bearing out It just, uh, irrefutably in the data, but these weren't things that should be surprising. I was reporting on them for two plus years and and mean, you know, was lambasted and derided and ridiculed for doing so. But now that it's all coming out, and as Steve rightly points out, it is now becoming clear that this wasn't just stupidity on the part of the people who are in positions of authority uh, overseeing this. But it was corruption. Mm-hmm. They knew much of this themselves and just outright lied about it.
0: Yeah, and we saw, as you said, uh, multiple things coming out today. For those of you that haven't even maybe looked, and Charlie made sure that I mentioned this, the news that we're talking about that's coming out now, this is major news news. Networks. This is the mainstream media now reporting on this, which, by the way, they haven't been reporting on, to your point, Kelly. And, you know, you've been I meant what I said to a year. You've been with us since a year ago, August. So it's even been longer than a year. We've been talking about it with you on the program. You've been much longer. Steve and I have been much longer. The three of us literally for two plus years now have been talking about this. Now, finally, mainstream media is talking about the very same things that we're talking about. Steve, what do you say about that?
6: Well, I think it's relevant that they're talking about it. It should have been doing it a long time ago, obviously. But the other problem is, is that they're still requiring the military to be vaccinated. They're still requiring health care workers to be vaccinated, you know, in this country. How can the mainstream media finally be talking about it? Yet we still have these mandates of people taking a shot that we know
0: isn't good for them. In fact, frankly, sometimes it kills you. Yeah. And, and we, go ahead, Kelly. Go
5: ahead, Dr. Kelly. No, exactly. You're right, Steve. So while they're reporting on these things, at the same time, mandates are in place, not just for the military, but for college-aged people. Uh, Many, many uh, large corporations are still requiring it. Uh, Many places you can't travel still unless you can show proof not only of the original shots but of the boosters. Um, So every single day that somebody gets another one of these shots, that's one more person who is putting themselves at enormous risk for the untoward uh, outcomes from these vaccines. Um, I think it's going to be decades before we truly understand just how devastating uh, these shots were. But I can tell you right now, the fact that they haven't been pulled from the market, the fact that you still, as yep. of today, yep. have on the CDC website safe and effective, including, by the <laughs> way, for children and for pregnant women.
0: And we've still got companies, military, and so on that are still pushing folks to get the vaccine before you can even do a hire, or in some cases, keep your employment, guys. I know.
6: I mean,
5: exactly right.
6: Healthcare itself is in serious trouble, John. I mean, I I deal with it every day, and I, I know Kelly does too. It's you know just the availability of healthcare, the problem with labor. Um, the ability to get services done has dropped so dramatically since the beginning of COVID. And a lot of it has to do with people have just quit the business. Yep. They, I mean, in California, you know, you, Kelly would get in trouble for having this conversation on the radio. I mean, if she's licensed in California, I don't know how you can have this conversation on the radio and keep your license out there, Kelly. No,
5: you, you can't. And that's why I don't have a medical. I spend a lot of time doing media in California, both TV and radio, but I don't have a California medical license. For good reason, Mm -hmm. uh, because since they passed AB 2098 a, a week or so ago, which fundamentally criminalizes a physician saying anything that is counter to the party line that's proposed by the federal government, you could lose your license, be fined, uh, you know, sanctioned, whatever else. This is absolute insanity, Hmm. Uh, frankly, far more concerning for patients from my perspective than for physicians because every patient now needs, in California at least, now needs to worry. Is my doctor recommending this particular course of action or this particular treatment because she actually believes that this is in my best interest or because they don't want to lose their medical license? Exactly. when When your doctor says to you, you know, I think this is a, you should get started on this drug for your uh, high cholesterol, or I think it would be best if you did this vaccine protocol, or I would recommend uh, that you do X, Y, or Z surgical intervention. You better be asking yourself, I wonder if that's in my best interest, really, or if the doctor is simply following what he was told to say. Scary, terrifying.
0: It is, Dr. Kelly, scary times. And Steve and I talked about this a little bit last week, but the reality is I feel, and this is my Opinion, I'll let you two chime in, but my feeling is this is a continual conditioning of the populace. They know that California has the largest population in the country. If they can get it done there, they can start moving it across the rest of the country. My feeling is this is a conditioning of the populace to just accept whatever your doctor says point blank, which then gives those that are in authority over those doctors to do basically whatever they want to do from this point forward. And when we get to, which I think we will at some point in time, I'm sorry to say this, but unless we stop it, we will be with a government-controlled healthcare system. And when we get to that point, along with what I'm talking about, it's done. It's over. You don't have health care anymore.
5: Kelly, well I, I agree 100. I, I I agree 100. percent And obviously, it also means you no longer need to look at your doctor's background. You, know you no longer need to know that I went to Duke or, mm-hmm, or that right. your doctor went to Harvard Good or got educated here because it because it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your doctor you know graduated at the top of his class from Harvard or was the bottom of his class from you know some offshore university you know bar and grill. Uh, it doesn't matter because right. they're just going to say whatever the government tells them to say doesn't matter no difference what their training is what their education is how smart they are whether or not they read the literature keep up with it pass their board exams. doesn't matter all that matters is that they are able to read and and parrot and regurgitate what they are told to say by the government
0: that's right steve your thoughts and i'll take a quick break and then come back after that go ahead people talk to me about that
6: being a socialism concept that's really communism i mean when you when you suppress speech the way we've suppressed speech in this country, and then you you tell tell doctors that they can only practice medicine a certain way, um, regardless of their scientific knowledge and their ability to manage a risk in a patient. I mean, we're talking about one of the worst possible scenarios. I think if we get to those kind of scenarios, we, we will see the breakup of the United States of America, I honestly do. All
0: right, guys, we'll come right back. Questions, there's a bunch coming in. Keep them coming. I'll get these asked to start on some of those as soon as we come back. 307. 28222 again 307 28222 we'll get those answered here rather quickly. Absolute Electro Heating and Air is the place to go. Don't forget about their furnace tune-up special or also their surge protection that they can do on your whole house as well. Find them at klzradio.com.
2: Furnaces tend to break the most when they are under the most demand when everyone is home for the holidays. When you run your furnace year after year without getting it looked at professionally, you raise the risk of losing heat. Proactively ensure the reliability of your furnace with a tune-up from absolute electrical, heating, and air. You should know the true condition of your furnace before the busy season. Don't get stuck waiting for a technician instead of enjoying your holiday. Absolute can ensure all the essential components are in good working order and that everything is clean so there are no issues in the future either. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups, helping you proactively in the downtime so your heat won't go out when you need it most this winter. Schedule at 720-526-0231. 720-526-0231. Or visit klzradio.com today.
7: For quality and service beyond compare,
8: call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
0: Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers wants to help you with all of your mortgage needs. Just give him a call and he will do the rest. It's Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500.
4: With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA.
0: Solar Energy Partners, where you can set your energy prices for the future today, 303-378-7537.
1: When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return the unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy don't pay them to raise the rates on you make an investment with your power now make your investment today by contacting alan at klzradiocom sun or by calling 303-378-7537
2: no liberal media bias here This is Rush to Reason. No, there is not. Hopefully we just give you the,
0: not hopefully, we just give you the facts, uh, not based upon uh, our opinion and or what the mainstream media thinks, but really the facts because we research it, look at the data. Dr. Kelly Victory has been doing this for a very long time, Steve and I as well. Question really quick, Dr. Kelly, for you. This is a good one. I move this one to the top because I feel like this one fits a lot of folks out there that are listening. And this is uh, coming from, I don't have a name, but my lovely 45 year old woke daughter is planning another shot. For God's sakes, if I can get her to listen, what are the current most up-to-date facts that will help convince her not to? When I tell about the deaths caused by the truce, she comes or by the shots, she comes back with the number of people who have died from COVID as if that's even accurate. Thank you. and of course any information we give her is most appreciated.
5: Uh, Well, what what I would say is this. Number one, the shots that are available currently, the bivalent vaccines, the bivalent boosters that she must be speaking about, first of all, are based on the original Wuhan strain, which has been gone now for well over a year, about 14 months, doesn't exist. Uh, So you're creating antibodies to a virus that doesn't exist. Right. It also includes components of Omicron, BA4 and BA5, which are also gone. There are rare cases. The virus has mutated. So you're taking a vaccine, which predictably is ineffective at stopping you from getting COVID. As I said, when I started the show today, the efficacy wanes very quickly against Omicron within 14 to 30 days, it down to essentially zero. And at five months, you have negative efficacy. Your, in, your chance of contracting the COVID variant is increased over those who weren't boosted at all, okay? So unless you intend to get a shot every week or so, because that's what you'd need to do to have any level of efficacy, you, you know, you're wasting your time. Furthermore, the symptoms caused by the current variants are very, very mild. Most people don't even need... To seek medical care at all let alone go to the er get hospitalized or dying uh so so there's that then there are all as you said all of these significant adverse effects the thing that people keep repeating this statement that quote the vaccines will keep you from getting a severe illness or keep you from getting hospitalized there is not a single study not one study that actually shows that no they keep repeating that the vaccines will keep you from getting seriously ill i defy you you can ask your 45 year old woke daughter to to find the study there isn't prove that they they keep saying that but there isn't a single study that shows that these vaccines do anything to decrease the severity of your illness.
0: Exactly. And, and, and again, that's what I would go back to her on as well, is you know, prove to me what they're saying is actually true. There is plenty of proof out there on the contrary. And again, going back to what even Steve and I talked about this last week, if you're a 45-year-old healthy adult, I'll go as far as to say, if you're a 55-year-old healthy adult, why do you need it in the first place?
6: You're not dying, that's I for eat. sure. No one's dying in that category. Nope, they're not.
5: Hey. I- It's not, what is the, I would say, what is your intention? What are you trying to affect by getting a COVID uh, shot at this point? Are you trying to get, stop from getting COVID? If you do that, even the vaccine manufacturers acknowledge it won't stop you from getting it. Correct. Are you trying to take the vaccine because you don't want to spread COVID if you get it to others? Well, sorry, doesn't work to do that either. It doesn't stop you from transmitting it to others. And everybody, including the CDC, FDA, and the vaccine manufacturers, now acknowledge that. Are you doing it because it's going to decrease your risk of having a severe illness? Well, as I said, there isn't a single study that shows that. So I, that's just I would go a as far as dream. to
0: say there's some there's plenty of studies out there now showing that Southern sudden death syndrome and other byproducts of the vaccine are a higher risk, much higher risk than you getting COVID without the vaccine. Of
5: course, absolutely. And they, and when we looked just recently at the Pfizer data that we finally got after the FOIA request, it showed that for every one hospitalization that was prevented, 4.3 serious adverse events occurred. I'll repeat that, for every one hospitalization that was prevented, 4.3 serious adverse events. And their definition in the study of serious adverse events was one that caused death, near death, or permanent disability.
0: Yep, and that the, by the way, that's proven that 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 that, that there are studies out there, Doctor Kelly, to back up what you just said.
5: Well, that's Pfizer's own data, and that, that we got that through a FOIA request, John. That's Pfizer's data. That's their analysis mm-hmm. of their uh, of their vaccine, not some independent party. That's, that's right. Pfizer, and the reason they deep, tried to deep fix it is because that's pretty damning data.
0: Right. That's right. All right, next question. Please ask uh, Dr. Kelly, got one J&J shot, got COVID three months later, 61 years of age. What should this person be on the lookout for, if anything?
5: At this point, truly, uh, what you need to be doing is everything you can to enhance your health overall, to enhance the functioning of your own immune system, the things we should have been harping on and teaching people about for the duration of this pandemic, not just to help you prevent uh, from contracting COVID, but for all of the other myriad things that are out there, influenza and a lot of other infections that are out there, your overall health and wellness. Uh, This person proved my point. The shots don't stop you from getting COVID. Uh, Hopefully you got through that illness without any uh, long-term effects. You should be supplementing vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc, making sure that you're getting adequate exercise, good sleep, you know, good nutrition, stress mitigation, uh, all of those things. If you're overweight, for, you know, uh, by all means. For a myriad
0: of reasons, lose weight.
5: and uh, Lose weight because we know that obesity is the Single greatest risk factor for a poor outcome from COVID other than advanced age. And unfortunately, you can't do anything to wind back the years, no. but you sure as heck can do something to take care of uh, obesity or overweight if that's one of your issues. Uh, other than that, it's time for people to get back to living their lives and doing the things that kept us healthy, which happens to include things like traveling and visiting with others and going to social events, attending weddings and graduations. and Uh, You know, co-boarding with your friends. Uh, So I I recommend that everybody back to that and stop being fixated on uh, infectious diseases and what their risk is.
0: And uh, okay, question. And Steve, you and I talked about this uh, pretty in depth last week, but I want to make sure that Dr. Kelly backed us up on what we said. And you and I were talking last week about the blood banks and the fact that you should be banking some blood. And Dr. Kelly informed us of that months and months ago now. And that question continues to come up about, you know, if I'm in a serious accident, I don't have a chance to actually, you know, bank my blood. What are the risks of actually now being infected with, quote unquote, uh, blood that is contaminated, vaccinated, whatever you want to say? The reality is that spike protein is going to be throughout most blood banks in today's world. And Steve, you and I were talking about banking that on the front side, which, by the way, I think we gave really good advice on all of that. Dr. Kelly. Uh, if somebody doesn't have, you know, the ability to, to bank that, I mean, is there, is there ability for the medical community to test the blood prior to giving a transfusion, or are they even thinking about that at this point?
5: Uh, no, and it's a complex situation because, unfortunately, banking your own blood uh, isn't as simple as it sounds because it doesn't last forever. Correct. Uh, so I recommend that people uh, try to bank blood electively if they know they're going to have a surgery where they may, for example, require a blood transfusion. And that certainly doesn't include all surgeries. Most surgeries uh you don't have the risk of of having right. significant blood loss um and it doesn't last forever and not all hospitals will do it you furthermore you have to bank your blood at least 6 weeks before your your surgery you can't go in you know a day or a week before uh and give up a unit of blood um the issue with the contamination of the blood supply is a real one uh the red cross acknowledges they are not keeping track of whether or not they're taking blood from a vaccinated individual or not. So we don't know which units of blood have uh, spike protein in them from the vaccines. But based on the, you know, millions and millions of people who've been vaccinated, you can better believe that, that there's an awful lot of spike protein contamination in there. So there's really nothing you can do other than Uh, tell your your doctor, your hospital. And I I probably would at this point, if I came in and say, unless I literally uh, am on, you know, death's doorstep, if I don't take this blood transfusion, I would choose to hold off where I might otherwise say, yeah, you know, give me, I'd I'd happily get transfused. Um, I I would have a much uh, higher threshold for for making that decision to transfuse somebody Mm -hmm. and i as a physician would would advise a patient that way Uh, i'm a trauma specialist i would say normally in years past i would have transfused you at this point john but given that you are unvaccinated and i have no way of knowing whether the blood i would be giving you is from a vaccinated person or not I'm going to suggest that we ride this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it may mean that you stay in the hospital for two or three more days. It may take you, a, you might be hospitalized for two or three days longer than you otherwise would have if I'd been able to transfuse you. But I would be recommending to my patients that they have a higher threshold for accepting a blood product.
0: Steve, this leads into more of the business end of things, and this came in from a listener as well, and they actually might be thinking along the right lines. And the question I have for you is, do you see an opportunity in the not too distant future for certain companies where they could do a startup where they are the supplier of unvaccinated blood to individuals that want that unvaccinated type whatever blood. Do you see a business opportunity there?
6: Well, of course. I mean, I think at some point, depending on how bad uh, the the numbers get, I mean, we talked last week, John, that cancer's up 143,000% right now. There's You know, just so many different diseases that have advanced, you know, because of immune system breakdown, probably relative to spike proteins in the vaccine. At some point, I think it becomes more and more obvious to everyone that vaccinated blood contains risk. And if it contains risk and you can get blood that you know is risk free, as long as they can test for it and we know it, I don't think there's any reason why it wouldn't be a good business model.
0: Dr. Kelly, somebody asked last week, and I wanted to I wanted to ask this again because I don't know that I have the exact answer, nor do I think that. That Steve did as well, because we're not doctors. Can the spike protein be passed from generation to generation? I assume it's most likely mother to child. I don't think the father has much to do with that, but I could be wrong. What are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, the question is whether or not it could be um, passed to a a fetus in utero. I mean, you know, right. could it be passed to the baby uh, through placenta? You know, through the mother's blood. And I, I think that the answer is probably yes. Uh, I, no one's been testing for that yet, but I think it common is sense would tell would me be, yes. We, absolutely, and it was also would make sense out of why we are seeing a significant increase in premature births. Stillbirth, uh, fetal anomalies, um, you know, malformations, those sorts of things. Uh, it may be related to the spike protein itself. It may be related to the lipid nanoparticles um, that are also included in the vaccines. They are toxic, but I think, uh, you know, it's without question mm. being cast to a fetus, uh, and it is consistent, I believe, with the sorts of increases we are seeing that, you know, as they said, problems with pregnancy that we are seeing.
0: Well, that and, you know, again, I, I, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead.
6: Well, I think the other part of this, we know from discussions we had about, you know, Marty Macrae and John Hopkins talking about the fact that vaccines are inflammatory in nature. So, you know, the last thing you want to do is give a pregnant woman a higher inflammation level um, and pass it on to the fetus because you end up inducing problems in them, including early birth. Um, the fact that we were Vaccinating pregnant women at all in this process made absolutely no sense because most pregnant women were at an age where they weren't at high risk for anything to happen. And the better thing would have been for them to get natural immunity and pass it on to their baby not to get vaccinated. Right.
5: Without, without question. In fact, part of the problem, Steve, when it, w- one of the many lies that were told, uh, during this pandemic was that pregnancy by itself was an increased risk factor for a bad outcome from COVID. Mm-hmm. And many, many people, uh, were reporting that. Um, I have read all of the studies now and have interviewed people like Dr. James Thorpe, uh, who is a 43, you know, years of career in, uh, High-risk uh, maternal-fetal medicine, who said absolutely that that is a fallacy. That actually, pregnant women had a lo- a lower risk um, because of their heightened immune systems during pregnancy. That they had a a, uh, a lower risk of having a bad outcome from from COVID. Uh, furthermore, as you point out, the idea that we were giving this vaccine to a groups to groups of people on whom it had never been tested which included pregnant and lactating women, along with a lot of other groups, we never do that. That is breaking one of the cardinal rules of medicine. We never try a new treatment, a new therapy, a new intervention on groups of people on whom it has never been tested. Uh, So even in the U.K., they finally, the U.K. government has come out and said, that you are not to give or recommend COVID vaccines to women of childbearing age unless you can prove and document that they are not pregnant or intending to get pregnant. Um, Most other countries have stopped this long ago. It is inexplicable that the American uh, College of Obstetrics and Gynecology is continuing to say that these are safe and effective.
0: Which leads into another conversation Steve and I had last week, Dr. Kelly, which is, are you going to see in the not-too-distant future, which probably not because most of these dating apps are very woke and they probably wouldn't go this direction, but you can end up with some dating apps that go the other direction whereby you have a box that says vaccinated or not, and you can make a determination as to who you're going to date based upon whether you're vaccinated or not. Do you see that time coming?
5: Well, God only God only knows where this will, will lead, I think that the I could tell you this pandemic has driven a a rift in this country, the likes of which I have never seen before. Uh, we have drawn the lines and so many, many people uh you know, there's just as much reason why you would say, you know, I don't want you to come to Thanksgiving dinner if you were vaccinated. Right. Because you're the people who are at risk. You know, you're putting me at risk. You guys, this is a pandemic of the vaccinated at this point. Uh, The reality is I have such low concern about COVID at this point with regard to the types of uh, illness it's causing that I don't really care one way or another. But will people discriminate about it? To me, it's it's kind of a tacit IQ test. So if I were on a dating app I might ask if somebody was vaccinated well, because it, it gives me some insight into their IQ. I
0: agree. And I think the other thing that some of these folks are asking is back to what you just talked about a moment ago where the the spike proteins can be passed from generation to generation. If there is a particular in this case a a man that is not vaccinated, and all of a sudden he starts dating somebody that is vaccinated, I think his concern, mine at least, would be, am I now going to have, quote-unquote, contaminated children with spike protein that we may have issues with on down the road? And if I can avoid that by not dating them in the first place, why wouldn't I?
5: Yeah, exactly. And I, I think there are lots of things, reasons, and as I said, it's going to take decades before we understand all of the implications. Um, I do believe that people who are vaccinated are at higher risk for a host of problems down the road, uh, not the least of which is that they may pass this on to a fetus, but also that they have higher risks now of cancers, uh, of autoimmune diseases, neurologic complications, cardiac complications, and a lot of things. I, I'm not hoping that that's going to happen, but I think it is uh, extremely likely that that's what we are going to continue to see.
0: I agree. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Guys, hang tight. Steve, Dr. Kelly as well. Any more questions, please let us know. 307-200-8222. Again, 307-200-8222. High Five Plumbing is next. They want to take care of all your plumbing needs around your house. They're hiring as well. Just call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
7: Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix hi Five Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with hi Five Live because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe-clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee free by mentioning KLZ through High 5 at hi for an estimate from a real plumber. That's hi You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445.
0: Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith wants to help you with your future financial planning. He is our advisor. Find him at klzradio.com.
1: Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg.
3: Hi, this is Al. Your retirement plan probably needs some attention. Call my office and we can sit down and have a conversation to see if you're on track. 303-744-1128. 744-1128. It's pretty obvious from everything you see in the news and things that are going on that we are living in uncertain times with inflation and stock market volatility. To see how that may affect you and your plans for retirement, give my office a call and we can sit down and have a conversation. The number is 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128.
1: Call Al Smith today or go to klzradio.com slash money.
0: One of our great partners, by the way, is Save the Storks. They want to save babies' lives, much to what we want to do as well. So team up with them, give them a donation today. We're trying to get enough money to raise, or trying to get enough money for a stork bus, raise enough money for a stork bus. Go to savethestorks.com.
4: My birth mother recently told me that she drove two hours to a clinic to abort me. But when she arrived for her appointment, she changed her mind and instead found an adoption attorney. My name is Diane Ferraro, and I'm the CEO at Save the Storks. I need you to join me in our mission to help us give women in Colorado the chance to choose life for their babies. We need you to give generously and help us get a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here. Some of you own a business or lead a group, and your donation of $1,000 or more would save dozens of babies. When the mother sees that ultrasound for the first time, Please visit SavetheStorks.com and donate today.
2: This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and just a reminder,
0: we do not answer the text line. That is not an answerable number for us, so just text us your question, and we will get that asked right away, 307 200 Great question just came in, by the way. Uh, Dr. Kelly, I'll start with you on this one, and that is: is there a test for males? I guess it could be for females as well, uh, as to whether or not they've had the jab or not before they actually decide to start having kids. In other words, is there a test that'll show whether there's a spike protein
5: or not? Well, yeah, you. I mean, there's not a test. You would have to, and it's not readily available. You could. Uh, we are able to draw blood and look for evidence of spike proteins. But it's not like an individual can go in and request that test okay uh, they are not, it, it's, not uh, so how, it's not so how so how would somebody available. do that if
0: they're you know thinking, okay, I want to know you know do I still have spike protein left, which most likely if you got the jab, you're going to have it, but I guess you know if you've had a jab or two and then boosters to boot uh how would that look as far as a blood test goes e-
5: yeah, well, they have to actually, as I said, they ha- it's not a commercially available test. You'd have to draw blood, and we actually can look for evidence of the spike protein in the blood, just like you can in certain tissues. Okay. And they're doing it for research purposes. You know, there are autopsies, for example, that are being done in people who died where they're doing tissue samples and finding the spike proteins in the heart muscle, in brain tissue, in colon, in spleen, in the ovaries, uh, and on and on. Um, but... There is, you know, there's no. If you're vaccinated, you have every reason to believe that you have spike protein. If not running around in your blood, then you would certainly have it uh, in these various organ systems, um, at least for some period of time. And it's 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 not a commercially available test at this point. I don't know if it ever will be.
0: Steve, again, looks like another great business opportunity to me because you know, as we go further down the road, this may not be on every corner like we see with health clinics and so on, but I could see a a time in the not-too-distant future where folks want to know more about what's going on inside of their own bodies after some of these shots have been taken, and I I see an opportunity here.
6: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I had a conversation with an ER doc um, about two hours ago. I was face-to-face with him, and he was suggesting to me that there's a new test. It's not approved yet, but they're they're doing um, clinical tests on it. That can test someone's blood and determine whether you have antibodies a lot longer out than people think, but you've had antibodies either generated from natural immunity or from a vaccine, and they can tell the difference. Now, I don't know the efficacy of it yet. I, I, he just literally raised the issue to me and said, "Do you think there would be some value in this?" I said, "Maybe." I mean, I think you know antibodies from obviously natural immunity are a heck of a lot better than any antibodies you might get from the vaccine, but you know, is the only testing people who've had antibodies or have had both the, the COVID virus and the vaccine. So I'm actually going to let them test my blood for it, and it really okay. because I've not had um, the vaccine and I did have COVID. So um, I'll let you know when I find out. Okay.
0: Hi, that's interesting. Uh, Dr. Kelly, question came in. Uh, mRNA flu shot. Is that the new way of doing flu shots? And are the old fashioned ones still available?
5: There are, I am unaware of any mRNA flu shot uh, available yet. Uh, That certainly is the way that they would like to go in the same way as you've seen uh, recent reports this past week of mRNA shots to treat uh, heart injury, uh, heart muscle injury following heart attacks. I've said from the very beginning of this pandemic uh, and the, when they started talking about these mRNA vaccines for COVID, um, that this was always their goal to make mRNA a household mm-hmm. word to make it readily accessible uh, acceptable and to make people think that it's very very safe uh, and highly tested technology because they have lots of things that they would like to deliver that way it's an easy way to mandate that people do lots of things and to be able to um, you know affect people's uh, people's health outcomes. But at this point, I am unaware of any okay. new mRNA vaccine that's available for influenza. I suspect they will try to go that way. But at this point, the uh, flu vaccines are made the good old-fashioned way.
0: Okay. Uh, we had we a – no, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Uh, just adding
6: on to what Kelly said, the one thing we have heard is I believe it is Moderna. It could be Pfizer, but I think it's Moderna who has an mRNA flu vaccine. Heat up and ready to go into okay. some level of testing. I don't know what the testing is going to be, but they're claiming 10 different strains of the flu cured by one vaccine or prevented by one vaccine. That sounds really bad to me. And we also know that mRNA is being used in Australia, testing you know, a, a drug for heart disease, for arterial sclerosis, for aneurysms, and for something else.
0: Okay.
6: Um, and we're, we're hearing, too, that even Pfizer has one or, or Moderna has one here in the U.S., for some level of heart disease for inflammation even though vaccines cause inflammation so it's happening in the background for sure
0: okay all right good and that, that could yeah, very well yeah, be yeah, where, where that our, came yeah. from go ahead dr kelly
5: no 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 and i agree 100 percent. that's what i'm saying I, there's no question that this is where they want to go okay. and that all the different uh vaccine manufacturers um, are you know smacking their lips and, and excited to be uh, creating mRNA vaccines for as well as other treatments Uh, using mRNA, but that's not what, you know, I don't want anyone to be concerned when they go to their local CVS to get a flu shot this year that what they're going to get is an mRNA flu shot because they are not out to be public at this point. All
0: right, real quick, I've got two other things I want to get to. One is how we handle different things when it comes to surgery centers, doctors' offices, and so on that are requiring masks and so on. But there's another topic I want to make sure we covered first because I want to make sure that we as conservatives – are accurate in the things that we're talking about and or spreading. And I sent you guys a video of a particular individual, and uh, this is a lady by the name of Karen Kingston. She supposedly worked for Pfizer, also worked on the 5G network, and there's all sorts of commentary out there now from her about how the 5G network is activating the mrna shots that are being given to individuals this is partly why some folks are dying of sudden death uh you know sudden death syndrome blah 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 Uh, i sent this to you guys had you look at it i am not a believer in this i know enough about the 5g technology and so on i also know that it is a lot more potent when it comes to the waves that are coming out of the towers themselves i know that firsthand and i can give folks uh, a reasoning as to why I know that, but I won't get into those details. Bottom line, though, I don't believe personally that there's anything in the 5G network that is correlated to the mRNA vaccines themselves. Yes, I'm going on record and saying that until somebody can prove me otherwise. I'll stick to my statement. Dr. Kelly, your thoughts.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I have seen nothing compelling. I've heard, read these same stories and this has been going around uh, for the very beginning. Uh, there were talks about, you know, them having nanobots in the right. vaccines and all kinds of other things. Um, I have plenty of reason to have concern about these vaccines. That is not amongst them. Correct. I have seen nothing that actually uh, proves that there's any interaction between 5G and the shots. Uh, there is uh, perhaps there is some truth to the fact that there's some metallic contamination in some of the vaccines. and We have seen some evidence that there's some metallic contamination. I don't believe that it is anything that would be significant enough to cause interaction with any radio frequencies or any uh, anything of that sort either. So uh, until somebody shows me some evidence, uh, I am not buying into that.
0: Steve, you're a techno guy like me. You watch a lot of this as well. Your thoughts?
6: Well, i think the fact that they're withholding autopsy results even redacted autopsy results from people who are in the vaers system who've died you know post vaccine you know they're allowing this to happen whether it's true or not and That's again right. i don't have enough evidence but why don't you just give us the autopsy results there's so many they've been FOIA requested they've been denied by the cdc They've been, you know, redacted. We don't have to know their name. Let's look at a whole bunch of autopsy results around the country of people who died mysteriously and see what's actually in their bodies. And then once you know what's in their bodies, then we can have this debate. Until then, like Kelly said, the vaccines are bad. We know that. I wouldn't take them. But I'm really interested in finding out what's really going on postmortem.
0: All right. One other question, too, that and Charlie just reminded me. Uh, Florida Surgeon General, you guys have seen what's gone on there. His tweets were sent out. They were redacted. Now they're back out again. Actually trying to get a, an interview with him potentially this next week to find out exactly from him what's going on there. But, Dr. Kelly, your thoughts on Florida Surgeon General.
5: Yeah, well, I agree entirely with what he's saying. Frankly, I don't think he was... Uh, forceful enough. Uh, Joe Latipo came out and said that uh, based on the higher inc- uh, incidence of myocarditis in 18 to 39-year-old males, that the state of Florida was no longer recommending that males between the ages of 18 and 39 take these vaccines. Furthermore, he said based on the data, that they are not recommending that anyone, male or female, under the age of 18, take these vaccines i agree with him as i said i think he could have gone much further and said oh and don't take one if you've ever had covid or if you're pregnant or want to get pregnant uh, or if you have a polyethylene glycol allergy or an autoimmune disease or frankly if you think for any reason that the dang shots are going to stop you from getting covid or transmitting covid Um, so i think he could have gone a lot further um, it was predictable that he would be censored it was predictable that uh, he would absolutely come under fire from the other side but he's absolutely correct in what he's saying
0: okay Steve and I again going back to you on this um, I, I I'm like I'm like dr. Kelly agree with her wholeheartedly I know you do as well again I'm trying to get an interview with this particular surgeon general as well in fact he came up on a request here earlier today so I'm waiting to hear back but your thoughts on all of that
6: well, I mean, part of the problem in the country today, John,
0: and, you know, we've heard, we hear people talk
6: about secession and, you know, different states breaking off and mm-hmm. all that other thing. I think the country is absolutely at risk because we're not adhering to the Constitution from a federalized perspective. States need to be able to control their own destiny. I'm very happy that Florida made a decision that conflicts with the federal government because that's the right of the state to do that. And I think Governor DeSantis and the folks down there, the Surgeon General, did the right thing. Other states should step forward and do the same thing as well. And the federal government should have no opportunity to beat them, you know, with funding problems and other things just because they decided what's good for their people.
0: Last but not least, as a car guy, and one of the reasons why when I saw the video talking about the 5G and the nanobots and all the rest of the stuff that was in that, when that particular individual talked about ethylene glycol, which, by the way, is the main coolant in vehicles, and the fact that it's flammable, which, by the way, guys, it is not. I have never in my entire life seen engine coolant catch on fire. In fact, you can use it to put one out if you'd like. When I hear that sort of gobbledygook... I I hate to say this, I don't even watch the rest of the video because it's like, wait a minute, time out, you're wrong there. What else are you wrong on?
5: No, I agree with you. The issue about the polyethylene glycol, polyethylene glycol is a very, very common uh, adjuvant in many things. It it, it occurs in many uh, cosmetics, for example. Things that you apply, apply topically. The issue is it is also a very common allergen. I personally am highly allergic to polyethylene glycol when I ingest it. Yep. Um, and, and so the idea that given how many people have an allergy to polyethylene glycol, I was very surprised when they made it a key component of these vaccines. And I think I said on a previous show, although polyethylene glycol allergy is on my medical chart. When I was hospitalized during the pandemic for, for an orthopedic injury, You know, I've got the big red letters, you know, allergy, polyethylene glycol. I had dozens of doctors and nurses and people coming in trying to compel me to get vaccinated. And I said, even above my concerns about the mRNA, have you read the front of my chart where it has the big allergy sticker? And their response was, yeah, but if you have an allergic reaction, we'll be able to treat it.
0: That doesn't mean I'm anything. I'm
5: thinking, for the love yeah. of God, yeah. if somebody had an allergy to penicillin—
0: You wouldn't give it to them.
5: —and I went ahead and gave them penicillin anyway, I would lose my medical license.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
5: This is just insane. It is.
0: Guys, with that, i got to run. Appreciate it very much. We're at the end of this, this hour. We'll have more next week. Dr. Kelly, thank you so much, as always. Appreciate you. Love what you do. We Again, we're indebted to you. I can't say any more than that.
5: <laughs> well, thank you for having me, as always.
0: Appreciate it very much. Steve House, same, indebted to you as well. You're the one that put all this together. Thank you as well. All right, John. Have a good week, You bet. Appreciate, Appreciate it very much, guys. With that, we have got Veteran Windows and Doors coming up next, 35% off right now. Find them at klzradio.com.
3: At Veteran Windows and Doors, you're paying for a quality upgrade to your home. Unlike the big companies, when you're paying a premium for their marketing and advertising, Veteran Windows and Doors work with you and for you. They believe that homeowners should make insightful decisions rather than being pressured into deciding on the spot. They educate their customers along the way, providing a one-on-one experience throughout the process. You're paying to upgrade your home, so work with the company that will make sure you're satisfied. Veteran Windows and Doors has qualified, licensed, and insured installation teams at every job, guaranteeing consistent, high-quality work throughout your partnership together. Call Veteran Windows and Doors today and pay up to half the cost that you would with another company. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio for the month of October only. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or visit klzradio.com slash windows. Bruce Simmons, he
0: is our reverse mortgage specialist. Call him today if you have a question. klzradio.com. Inflation can
9: kill your retirement. Bruce Simmons can match the right reverse mortgage program to your specific needs. Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage can use a reverse mortgage to relieve the soaring prices on your everyday necessities, like groceries, gas, and other essentials. Bruce understands how inflation affects your individual circumstances, choosing the right reverse mortgage program that is relevant and personalized to your needs. A reverse mortgage can take away some of the pressure that hidden costs put on your retirement nest egg. He knows the potential benefits of financial planning with a certified reverse mortgage, including decreased stress associated with additional sources of income. Set up a free consultation with Bruce Simmons at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender
0: k Home Transitions, anything you need when it comes to real estate, the ladies would love to help you. Two for the price of one, 720-437-8210.
7: With k and Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent. To help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home again. That's klzradio.com home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty.
0: All right, we are back. That's it for this first hour. And as I always say, if you missed it, you can catch it again between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. And if you have any questions after that, you can go right to the website, RushToReason.com. Go to the Contact Us page, click that, fill it out, and we'll get your questions answered. You can also text us a question. I can ask Dr. Kelly as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. We'll be right back, though. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.